0: Hey guys, welcome to Workforce Rebels, your comprehensive resource for freelancing in any industry. In this episode, we're giving you our top tips for getting consistent work. For a readable version, check out our blog at www.arh-creative.com. For a step-by-step guide to becoming a freelancer, check out the Workforce Rebels book, you can find your copy on Amazon.com books. One of the most common concerns about freelance work is the inconsistency. It's a stark difference from traditional employment, which essentially pays you when you're scheduled, whether you have work to do or not. After over 10 years in the business, we've experienced our share of ups and downs and we know how stressful they can be. So we've put together some tips to help you keep a steady amount of work rolling in. Number one, maintain your finances. First things first. It's important to keep careful track of your budget and set aside money at least a month in advance for regular bills and estimated expenses. Ideally, you should also keep track of how much money you'll need to earn in a month to cover those expenses, in addition to your estimated tax payments, if applicable. We recommend checking in on your income levels at least once per week to see how you're progressing. You can also set up weekly income milestones for yourself. That way, if you find yourself running behind, you'll have a good idea of how much overtime you'll need to work to make up the difference between what you have and what you need. While this may not seem like it's directly related to helping you get work, this strategy will help you to be proactive about searching for jobs, since you'll know exactly where you stand financially. It will also help prevent you from accepting underpaying or otherwise poorly suited work simply out of desperation. Number two, keep track of your clients. In addition to your regular standards of professionalism, we also recommend keeping some sort of chart or reference sheet for each client, a client profile, if you will. Here, you can make note of their contact information, who to contact for what type of project or issue, what language they speak, and any other preferences they have about the work that you do. By keeping an organized record of your clients' information, wants, and needs, you'll be able to provide them with better results every time they work with you. In turn, this will encourage them to keep coming back for more. Once you have all of your clients organized, you can set up a list of those who are eligible to receive newsletters, discounts, and other incentives to help enrich your professional relationship. Some freelancers even set up a rewards program for certain clients, making them eligible for certain discounts or add-on services after certain milestones. There really are few limits to the ways that you can make your client experience better, so long as you can afford the time or reduction in funds it may bring. That's where keeping up with step one will especially help you, since you'll know exactly when you can afford to offer various incentives. number three organize your schedule we strongly recommend that you maintain an organized task list and schedule to help you track client projects this will help you to determine when you have availability to take on more work how much money you have in your pipeline and how you'll need to prioritize to deliver your work here's an example let's call this person harper harper is a copywriter who has several regular clients Their sample task list might include information like the project type, the client's name, how long the project might take, how much they might earn, and the project's deadline. From this list, Harper can determine how to schedule their work week based on when certain projects are due and how long they are estimated to take. They can also get a rough estimate of how much they stand to earn, allowing them to plan their budget more proactively. Through this process, they can determine how much work they can take on, as well as how much more they will need to make in order to reach their income milestones. There are many ways to set up a list like this. One of the simplest is to just set up a Microsoft Excel, Apple Numbers, or Google Sheets document. You can even customize formulas to add up estimated hours and income to make it even easier to plan out your week. Another option is to use task management software, such as Airtable which would then allow you to set up reminders, integrate software, and invite others to view and change your task list. Other common softwares include Trello, Monday, and Habitica, though they do not all have the same features, nor the same structure, as Airtable. If you'd like more recommendations for apps, products, and other resources to help you stay organized, you can find a comprehensive list in the Workforce Rebels book. Number four. Set up delivery protocols. It may also be a good idea to set up a protocol for when you'll list yourself as available to take on more work, as well as how soon you'll be able to deliver. Let's use Harper as an example again. Harper uses their task list to determine how much availability they have in a given week, based on their desired work hours and other events on their calendar. Even if a project is priced at a flat rate, Harper still tracks hours to help them estimate how long projects take on average, and to help them plan their weekly schedule. They also use this task list to mark their next available day, so that they can proactively plan when they'll be ready to take on more work. Because Harper usually gets a steady stream of work from their regular clients, they've decided to allow a three-day buffer period before they list themselves as available to the general public. This allows their current regular clients to submit any tasks they need first. Then, if any weekly time remains, Harper may list themselves as available to new clients. To help them plan out their work week, Harper has also established a minimum delivery of three days. Any projects requested sooner than three days are subject to a rush fee. By setting up a protocol like this, you will be able to provide more reliable service for your clients. You'll also have to spend less time agonizing about whether you're on track to finish a project on time, since you'll already have it planned out. Number five, make a backup plan. In addition to budgeting your money, as detailed in tip number one, it's a good idea to maintain a list of other ways that you can make money when work is scarce. Often, freelancers keep side gigs on hand, such as Grubhub, Uber, or Cambly, things they can fall back on if things get really tight. However, it's important not to devote too much time and energy to these types of jobs since they're not directly servicing your ultimate career goal, to grow your business. This is why it is so important to set aside money in advance whenever you can, in addition to tracking your income milestones. That way, when you have a slow day, you can quickly determine if you need to take on side work to stay on track or if you can spend the time growing your business instead. Not what you expected? We get it. You were probably thinking that this episode was going to be all about how to find work. However, we're saving that topic for another day. In our experience, finding work isn't actually the main thing standing in the way of consistent income. It's more of a matter of properly managing the work you already have. By doing so, you can maintain a smaller list of loyal clients rather than a large list of flaky ones. With that smaller list in hand and some smart budgeting tips, you'll be far less affected by freelance dry spells than other workers. Thank you for listening to Workforce Rebels. We hope our content helps you grow your business and realize your goals. If you want to hear more content like this, please be sure to like and follow this podcast and feel free to leave questions and suggestions on our website at www.arh-creative.com.